tortoise. Hello, I'm Andrew, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, at the end of January, almost 400 asylum seekers were given less than a week to leave the hotel they were being housed in. Where did they go, and what does it tell us about the UK's asylum system? That's after a short break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We know that our friends are really struggling, but we are here and we're standing in solidarity with all of you. Really, really appreciate everyone's support. It's Thursday the 25th of January and a small group of community organisers and supporters are gathered outside a hotel in Walthamstow in north-east London. They've hung a banner on a barrier that reads Stop the Evictions and they're making their voices heard because they think what's taking place inside the hotel shouldn't be happening. The hotel is home to almost 400 asylum seekers who have until tomorrow to leave the premises and move into alternative accommodation. A week earlier, they'd received a letter from Clear Springs Ready Homes, the company that runs the hotel, saying their rooms would no longer be available from the following Friday. We got a message uh, from uh, the hotel saying that uh, we'll, you'll be uh, moving from the hotel uh, uh, due to the reason that they'll be closing the hotel. This man, who didn't want us to use his name, had been living there with his family since April 2023. Others had been there for longer. And we were actually shocked because uh, my uh, kids are schooling there uh, and they are well settled uh, in school. They are so happy. Uh, and also my uh, wife, she used to uh, run a homework club there uh, for the local community. Just three days before we moving here, they didn't tell us the address as well, where we are moving, uh, which part of the country we are moving. We were very nervous, nervous and upset. The letter from Clear Springs Ready Homes, which provides accommodation for asylum seekers on behalf of the government, read, We will aim to give you five days' notice of your move, although on occasion this may be less. The people living at the hotel were told they were entitled to bring two pieces of luggage per person to their new accommodation. But many of the residents still didn't know where they were going, and some were offered alternative housing in Bridgewater in Somerset, almost 200 miles away. Everybody in that hotel up until the point of when they got their eviction notice were all enrolled in local schools, all enrolled in local colleges for further adult education and all plugged into, you know, local, uh, had medical appointments, had GPs, you know, so they were functioning, valued members of our society. Avril Putin-Watan is a community organiser for Citizens UK and regularly helped many of those housed in the hotel. She was one of the people who gathered outside to protest against the treatment of the asylum seekers. It was for us, it was to stand in solidarity with our friends, to make a statement that, to let them know that we are here and that we were supporting them and also to to message out to Clear Springs Ready Homes because our issue at this point was 
to go to the housing accommodation contractor and say, what you've done here is undignified and unjust and, you know, let's work together in creating something that will give people, you know, time um, and dignity in the process of doing it. You know, we won't say, okay, stop what you're doing, you know, don't, you know, we understand that there's a temporary, there's a, there's a whole process to that people who come are in temporary accommodation, we get that, but this could have been actioned in a completely different way. Clear Springs Ready Homes told Tortoise. We take the welfare of those we accommodate during their asylum process very seriously. At this time, we are not able to comment on individual matters. So why were almost 400 people moved out of the hotel with a week's notice? We'll have more after the break. Hello, I'm Jeevan Varsaga. I'm climate editor at Tortoise and host of a new podcast called Counter Crisis from the Centre for Disaster Protection a UK government-funded international organisation which works to change how the world plans and pays for disasters. If you follow the news, you'll know that more people than ever are in need of humanitarian assistance. War and climate change are affecting millions, but the solutions haven't really kept pace. Finance is key. We saw during the pandemic that the countries that found it easiest to borrow money were the most able to respond, and not the countries that were the most affected. Across three episodes, covering disasters, the losses caused by climate change, and our response to disease outbreaks, I'm going to try and make sense of this. Why are the current ways we respond to crises inadequate, and how can we do better? I'll be speaking to experts to rethink the recovery from crisis, and find out why pre-arranged finance can help get aid where it's needed. You can listen now. Search for Counter Crisis, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the feed to make sure you don't miss an episode. I can inform the House that today the Home Office wrote to local authorities and MPs to inform them that we will now be exiting the first asylum hotels. The first 50 of these exits will begin in the coming days and will be complete by the end of January. That was Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick speaking in the House of Commons in October. Last year's Home Office annual report said the cost of using hotels had risen to £8 million a day, so the government began looking for cheaper alternative accommodation like the Bibby Stockholm Barge. Solutions like that might have been eye-catching, but they've been beset with problems. Some people who lived in the Walthamstow Hotel were moved to other hotels. We've learned of a family of five that was given just two rooms. The Home Office told us, We are making significant progress with moving asylum seekers out of hotels, which cost UK taxpayers £8.2 million a day. Accommodation is allocated on a no-choice basis, and individuals may be moved to other locations in line with the allocation of accommodation guidance. We work closely with accommodation providers and local authorities to manage the exit process in a way which limits the impact on partners and individuals alike. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written by me, Andrew Butler, and mixed by Imi Harper. Hello, I'm Jeevan Varsaga. I'm climate editor at Tortoise and host of a new podcast called Counter Crisis 
from the Centre for Disaster Protection, a UK government-funded international organisation which works to change how the world plans and pays for disasters. If you follow the news, you'll know that more people than ever are in need of humanitarian assistance. War and climate change are affecting millions, but the solutions haven't really kept pace. Finance is key. We saw during the pandemic that the countries that found it easiest to borrow money were the most able to respond, and not the countries that were the most affected. Across three episodes covering disasters, the losses caused by climate change, and our response to disease outbreaks, I'm going to try and make sense of this. Why are the current ways we respond to crises inadequate, and how can we do better? I'll be speaking to experts to rethink the recovery from crisis and find out why pre-arranged finance can help get aid where it's needed. You can listen now. Search for Counter Crisis wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the feed to make sure you don't miss an episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.